and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. Okay. Ooh, did I scare you? <laughs> I was a little loud and I have on my headset. Okay, this is an HD production mic. Lisa, you don't have to yell. <laughs> Note to self. Okay, so I'm today's my day off, and I'm just home chilling, honey. I am watching my Samsung. I love my Samsung Guide. I love free VTube, all these beautiful apps that give me free TV with my a smart TV. Listen, if you pay a little money for your smart TV, it's okay. You get so many perks with that TV. Listen, so uh, or your little flat, or your little uh, what they call it, uh, or your little um, oh my goodness, I'm having a moment. Listen, it's it's called a uh, fire stick. You listen, you pay. At least $50 for that fire stick. Listen, you got about over 500 channels. You get all the new stuff. Listen, it's just a good thing. Because what, listen, real quick, with a sidebar, it's a sidebar. In terms of uh, a fire stick, it is a sm- it is equivalent to a smart TV. It's equivalent to a smart TV. Okay, the only difference between your old flat screen and your new smart TV is that now that you have, you can then just buy a a fire stick. The fire stick is just the hard drive on the outside. It has the same uh, functionality as a smart TV. And the more money you pay for the for the fire stick, the the, the more perks you get with it, the more channels, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, listen. It's a. It's, I didn't get rid of. I didn't get rid of any of my smart. Any of my uh, televisions. When when the whole smart TV thing happened, and it was like they were like continually like upgrading them, and they were like they were. Listen, they were every. Listen, I love smart TVs, but you know, I had about three uh, flat screens already. So uh, I said, I'm just buying. I'm, I'm. I needed smart televisions, two additional ones. So I got one for my son's room and we got one for the living room. But listen, I said, I'm not getting, and my son was like, like no, I said, I'm keeping the, the TVs because I could just buy fire sticks. And honey, that's exactly what I did. So the only difference between a smart TV and your old flat screen is that it's just that when you buy a fire stick, the now hard drive or the functionality that the smart TV has is on the outside and you have to just hook it up. It's real simple. That was a sidebar. That was information. Maybe you didn't know that. Uh, I right now I paid. I think about my mine is about a sixty dollar fire stick, honey. It's beautiful. I have it in my room. I love my little. I listen. It's it's on my 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 little my little uh flat screen TV. It's beautiful. Anyway, this is this is a segment. This is Elisa Angel Trinity uh moment. And this is Elisa Ann Giles' podcast. And uh, this is just the uh, a secondary intro. I was just feeling silly and, 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 and creative. Okay, so yeah, creative today, but not in this moment. I was just chilling. And it is my day off. It is the day after Christmas. And uh, I was on my couch watching television, on my Samsung Guide. 
And I just decided to press record and this is what I got. So this segment, says this segment, excuse me, this segment is called TV with Lisa J. Okay, here we go. Front lines, public school classrooms, libraries. Organizations like the American Library Association are tracking more book bans than ever. And many of them are aimed at books with the LGBTQ plus themes. School bookshelves. Amanda Gorman says she was gutted to learn that a Florida school had restricted some of its youngest students from reading the poem that she famously recited at President Biden's inauguration. From a fight over whose history is taught and how. Floridians rallying against Governor Ron DeSantis' Stop Woke Act and his rejection of an advanced placement African-American studies class. We want education, not indoctrination. There's no way to teach history without having the, the emotional aspect of it included. To a history-making decision by the nation's highest court, effectively banning race-based college admissions. A sharply divided court scrapping decades of precedent. Igniting frenzied debate over whether America's pledge to make good its promises of equality for all. Okay, so basically as far as the... Uh, I'm just recording. Um, as far as the uh, admissions for college based on race factor, this should be uh, inclusive in the decision um, on whether or not the student... Uh, meets the criteria for said uh, admission to the college, and I tell you why. With every culture, they, there is there comes there is attached behavior, okay, behavior, attitude, and uh, practices, habits, okay. With that being said, um, it's almost as if it, when it, in terms of colleges. Okay, it's almost at buying a house in a particular neighborhood. Okay, their race factor has to be inclusive in the decision on whether or not to grant this couple a mortgage or, 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 or allow them to buy this house in this neighborhood. Because if you are not careful, depending upon the race, it will bring then down the property value of the entire neighborhood. And then it will creep into other blocks and streets. And before you know, the property value of this particular town or village is, is low. So you have to understand that you do also, as, as in any uh, uh, legalities, this should be a form of profiling. This should be a form of profiling. Okay. Now, if you're upset about this, then you are not a good steward over your property you're offended because you have not been a good steward over your car note you, you are offended because you have not been a good steward over what god has blessed you with, and thus you are afraid that you may be declined declined hmm. for an opportunity to home to to, to to have a home in this area but maybe god is saying karma is saying no as a black person, for instance, you have not been a good steward over that 2016 you're driving. You you want a Jag. You want a Land Rover. You want a Range Rover. You want a Beamer. You want a Mercedes. You're you trying to move up in the world. But your 2016's got McDonald's wrappers in it. It's got, it's got you know, your baby's crackers in the back seat. You, you, you barely, you, you got a vacuum, a car vac for Christmas. And you, you don't, it's been two years in, in the glove compartment or in the back, in the back trunk. You don't even use it. 
And that woman could have could have bought you a gift card, and and you could have went grocery shopping and bought some some they gave you some formula because you don't use the card you don't use the car that you understand. So uh, sometimes it is God who is karma saying no, you have not been a good steward over where you are, so therefore you cannot move into this neighborhood. Next. Tremaine Lee, NBC News. Wow, some of those issues seem so long ago. Can't believe that all happened this year. Jermaine, thanks for that. Well, coming up on Morning News Now, we'll put you in the right headspace as we head into 2024. With the holiday season still in full swing, how can you set your mental health up for success in a new year? The Doctor is in, coming up next. Okay, so basically... <clears throat> I press record because I'm in. I was in a silly mood, <laughs> and as usual, it kind of shifted to something a little bit more deep or in depth. But I am watching NBC uh, News now on my Samsung guide or for my Samsung guide. I'm just. I don't know if you how well you're going to be able to hear the television, but I I'm using an HD recorder, so we'll see. So I'm going to press pause until the commercials are over. Samsung God only has, uh, only runs the, only runs two commercials. Not that I'm saying you should kick your cable to the side because I might have to be a spokesperson one day because I'm an actress. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hi, Verizon. Hi, Optimum. Okay. What's that Spectrum? Okay, bye. <laughs> Whatever, look. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm going to pause it. All right, time now for our weekly mental health check-in. And we're taking a look back at how 2023 affected our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. Plus, what we can do to create some achievable New Year's resolutions. Let's bring in Dr. George James for more on this. He's a licensed marriage and family therapist. Dr. James, good morning. Oh, really? Are you married? <laughs> Have you been married? For a lot of people, for a lot of different reasons. And with the new year right around the corner, many people are just naturally reflecting back on 2023. So what are some ways we can take stock of the year without feeling uh, weighed down by everything that happened? Yeah, you know, part of this... Okay, so I covered this in my... Um, happy message video of today is that it, it it is the day after christmas i covered this but let's see what dr george james have to say being able to talk about it with a friend with a, a partner with a therapist finding ways to talk through it finding ways to take breaks but also being able to remember the good times that happened with all the stuff there were still some good moments so being able to balance that out and being able to say how do i feel and what do i want to do after i do all that review this may not be applicable for everyone because uh, this year has been very rough. And for a lot of people, they can safely say, no, I, I, listen, I'm grateful for, for being able to be, you know, I'm still breathing. I have the mobility in my body. Yes. Ain't been no good moments in, in, in year 223 for me. And, and some maybe someone has been sick. They've been in the hospital most of the year. So uh, they're grateful for still being alive and breathing and kicking. 
but I don't think he can make that applicable for everybody. Okay, continue, Mr. James. These are transitions that you've gone through, and maybe if you're at a place, being able to then find out that if you can go to talk to someone, that might be also help you during this time. But it's okay to feel what you feel, to lose, even if you've lost folks, and to embrace what they've even given you after they've gone. If you are not white, most likely you have not received an inheritance or if you're an Indian or if you, okay. So usually Indians and uh, white people, they tend to pass on uh, family inheritance and businesses. If you're not either race, most likely this is also not applicable to you. So I, I just have this thing about blanket treating people. It means taking uh, literally a blanket. You, you think of a blanket, it covers. So taking, you know, taking a state and then uh, blanket a uh, plant make it applicable by blanket treating uh, you know the uh, question by the correspondent okay next <laughs> I don't really know what I just said I think oh yes I do kind of oh, oh, okay let me see what Mr. James is still talking something that you can achieve yeah get right back up and, and try again great <laughs> Well said, correspondent. <laughs> Dr. James, I'm sorry. He said he said it all. Next. Boarding process at your gate. For Southwest Airlines in particular, the average time between when the plane arrives at a gate and when it leaves is nearly an hour. But the company is testing new ways to cut that time down while also making money. CNBC reporter Emily Lorsch joins us now for more on this for a cure to the common airline headache. So, Emily, I understand you actually traveled down to Atlanta to fly and test out this new process. I'm fascinated by it. People say Southwest is sort of like the school bus of the sky. You open seating, you, you choose your own seat once you get on the plane. What was this new process like? Absolutely. It was very... This is a dumb idea. You choose your seat as you board the plane. So you want to create fights and induce stress. And people have been walking in a huge airport for three hours. And now they have to take 20 minutes to pick a seat. And we have a time frame and, and, and we under time constraints concerning when to take off. No, this is not a good idea. But let me see what, what the expert has to say. Improve communication between the different staff members, whether it's someone on the plane, at the gate, on the jet bridge, that ideally will just help them to communicate more efficient, efficiently. And the final thing is my favorite, Stephen. Oh. It's music on the jet bridge. Oh. So Southwest has found that music at 120 beats per minute actually gets passengers to walk a bit faster. So I don't know, in the future we might be hearing disco, EDM, some <laughs> fun, fun, funkier tunes on that jet bridge. I don't know how I would made and created and sung by vocalist and and songwriter laj trinity that's me okay next money from this the wait time costs a lot for them how will they how do they make more money from this process so one way that airlines make money on the boarding process is simply just by allowing customers to pay a fee in order to board in an earlier group. And beyond that, as I'm sure you've seen anytime you've boarded a plane, typically the first couple of groups include first class passengers, those with status, and those who purchase premium seating. So if that's not an option, passengers can also upgrade their seat to just ensure that they're boarding in one of those earlier groups. Well, is there any hope that uh, airlines will use this method to find faster ways? Other airlines might copy this, what Southwest is doing. And I'm also curious, what did the other passengers say whenever they tried this new way? 
Yeah, so the passengers definitely saw that there were some changes and there's certainly... No kidding. It's not the same process. So everybody notices there has been a change. But I doubt this, this uh, protocol will be branded by other airlines. It, it, it's, it, it's a no. This is not going to work. <clears throat> not on a mass or grand scale. Especially with the larger airlines. It's, it's just not. It, it will create mayhem. They're already uh, dealing with uh, onboarding uh, 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 let's just say plainly um, confrontations between not only the, the crew members and staff, between the crew members and staff and the uh, the uh, the flyers, but the fly from one flyer to the next. So I, I just don't, I, I just, it's a no. And if, if Simon Cowell and Heidi was here, they, it would be a no for them. And uh, Mr. Mandel, and you don't listen to rap music, so I, I don't, I don't care about your, your, your expertise at this time. Anyway, next. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pause and slip and flip through the channels. Hold on, I'm gonna take it off the news now. I got about three more minutes. Hold on. Why? They are. They look like diamonds. They look like real diamonds, and I, I don't really TMZ. know the whole process that goes into it. Do you call them real diamonds? Do you not call them real diamonds? To me, I would say it's not a real diamond. If you give somebody one of these, um, do you have to disclose that it's lab grown yeah, and you get a piece of paper from the ground? Do you get a piece of paper to clarify? I'm serious. There are a lot of questions about this. Well, uh, we are not experts in the field, but uh, we have someone joining us who is Jean Doucet. Jean Doucet. Great. Great-grandson, I believe, yep. of Cartier, so he knows mm. business, knows Hi. the industry, uh, yeah. <laughs> and has his own shop here, uh, where he decided to sell exclusive... Are you married? Okay, bye. Interesting. <laughs> Cartier. Uh, Jean Doucet, welcome to TNZ Live. Thank you. Good afternoon. Hi, guys. Hey, um, I've, got, I've got so many questions about this. First of all... Are these real diamonds? I yes. mean, I said that they're not in the in the teas there because I that's I how I feel. Well, I didn't think they were either because I thought a diamond is something that comes from the ground, from yeah, the earth. Right. So there's there's two myths that uh, people always ask: Is it a real diamond? Yes, it's exactly the same. As a matter of fact, lab-grown diamonds are graded exactly like natural diamonds on the same scale. Huh by the same organizations, Geological Institute of America, and it is a diamond, and I cannot tell them apart, nor the oldest, oldest, most seasoned diamond dealer, cutter, manufacturer really? in the world. Wow. This, this is, and this is why I made that pivot, because it is unmistakably a diamond. Oh. Okay, so with that being said, this is my last part of this segment. It's 15 minutes into this audio podcast. Okay, so basically I'm watching my Samsung uh, television and uh, I have it on the guide and I'm going through the channels and I'm just recording acting silly and and, and really and, and then and, and maybe talking in depth about certain things and getting a little bit deep. So this is kind of in between. But it is it is it, it is kind of a serious thing because you know when you present jewelry or diamonds to someone you really are uh uh it, it, you know it's 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 not a light thing. 
Okay, the recipient needs to know that you took your time and, and your heart to then purchase and pick it out and 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 attach meaning and sentiment to it. And the one who is giving it, the giver, uh, that they they uh they have taken their hard-earned money and, and also some, a commodity called time and then also on their part has have then in, invested in uh, presenting this gift to you. With that being said, lab-grown diamonds surging in popularity is the is the is the uh, headline for at this uh, particular on TMZ channel uh, on the Samsung Guide. So a uh, Cartier family. So I, you know, what this is my professional expertise because of course I am not certified in this area, but I'm smart. <laughs> So this is my professional uh, uh, disclosure. Uh, Lab-grown diamonds. Okay, so this is the first actually I'm hearing of, about it, and I think it's a splendid idea. I do appreciate the fact that God has blessed uh, engineers and scientists with with the uh, with the uh, intelligence and the know-how in order to then induce uh, 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 a. Uh, Surge in and 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 um and 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 uh how can I put it uh, induce a surge in the uh hold on see, I'm not gonna pause it hold on a minute let me find out what I want to say induce a surge in I'm going to copy what TMZ said in the popularity of then purchasing diamonds because we all know that diamonds for a long time has been a symbol of love, of marriage, of unity, of, of covenant. Okay, there's some a vow of, of regarding vows that you then take before uh the church and God for a loved one, for a lover, for a wife, for a husband, and, 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 and you know, who should be your soulmate. So with that being said, lab-grown diamonds. And now, and now I, again, I'm not a scientist, but, um, I, I, but listen, I have my certification in computers. Does that count? <laughs> diamonds see unlike regular cut diamonds god does all the work okay and when it comes to uh the natural diamond we'll call it a natural diamond god does all the work all you have to do is dig for it clean it cut it shine it and uh then sell it when it comes to lab grown diamonds uh, it's almost, I guess in terms of, it's, it's almost as if they are cloning and, and it doesn't make it any less real because if you were to clone an animal or a human being, it doesn't make that animal or a human being less real. So it's, it's not, it's the quality, you're not losing quality. Okay. So God has then blessed the intelligence, uh, to be potent enough to then, uh, 
create lab-grown diamonds. With that being said, I personally, I think the lab-grown diamonds because it takes a certain staff, you have overhead, you have to monitor the uh, the process, and, and, and I don't know what what it, what it entails, but when I think lab-grown, just, just from a scientific point of view, I know there is uh, some maintenance that has, that's involved and, and, and uh, some tracking that's probably involved and data that has to be incorporated in and uh, in, in, in going forward to make sure that the lab room dimes are are processed and developed in, in the most satisfactory way. So honestly, it is my professional opinion that the lab room diamonds should actually be more expensive than the natural ones, perhaps, because God does all the work and I'm sure he doesn't mind. He wouldn't mind. He wouldn't mind. Uh, uh, so, but because lab grown diamonds, it entails a lot more, uh, when I, in terms of, uh, anything that's cloned, whether it's a, a diamond or whether it's a human being, you understand, or an animal, et cetera, et cetera. So what they have done is they are actually cloning, uh, this particular precious, uh, stone. And I, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's okay. So, uh, let me, so this, this is, it's 20 minutes into my audio podcast. And so, uh, this was very interesting to do. Very interesting to do. Um, and I wouldn't call them lab grown diamonds. I, I, I would give it a term, um, that is most efficient, uh, sufficient or it suffices to, uh, the level of, uh, of intense maintenance and, uh, and, uh, work that it takes to actually create the diamond, the lab grown diamond. If, if, if it was me and I was a Cartier, yeah. Are you married? <laughs> I need a watchman. Man, I need I'm not Jamaican, but I need a watchman. <laughs> listen, uh <laughs> I don't I literally don't have a watch. I live listen, I live it. You can find me on the internet. I'm all over the place. You can find me on the internet, okay? It's under LAJ Ventures Corp. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I'm almost running out of time. It has to be under 30 minutes. Uh, I would name the diamond. Uh, hold on. Let me think for a minute. I'm not going to pause it. I want you to hear me thinking. Tick tock. Tick tock. <laughs> uh, hold on. I will call the lab grown diamond. Um... I want to see how long it takes me to think of this. Uh, it, I, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I just wouldn't do that. This this diamond took a, it. It took an engineer. It took a staff. It took a scientist. It it took it took time. It took maintenance. It took data. It took research it took you know so i wouldn't just say oh this is i wouldn't mark it as a lab grown diamond i i would give it a technical term for it because it deserves a technical term um 
or name for it. So, uh, listen, have your people call my people. You know, just so I can get collect my commission. <laughs> but uh, hold on. It's taking me too long to think of a name. Hold on. Uh, what would I call this diamond? Um. Oh, shoot. I'm timing myself. I want to know how long it's going to take for me to think of a name. Uh, Lab-grown diamond. Um, shoot. Lab-grown diamond. Sometimes I challenge myself in this way. I'm, I'm not weird. Not weird at all. <laughs> Hold on. Lab-grown Diamond. Oh, I have a name for it. Oh, listen, you're going to love it. It is called the Psalm Diamond. Okay, the Psalm Diamond. Okay, P-S-A-L-M. The Psalm Diamond. Naming of the Psalm Diamond. You have your natural diamond, and then this is the Psalm Diamond. The Psalm Diamond is a beautiful stone. It is a. It is a. It is a sign. It is a scientifically, uh, of quality approved diamond that has been cloned from that which that has been developed in the earth naturally. It does not lose its quality, but it has taken more work to then develop said diamond. And this is our Psalm Diamond. The name of the diamond was taken from P S A L M. Yes, you've guessed it from the Book of Psalms and the. Old Testament of the Holy Bible because the because the diamond has always been uh, thus a uh, reflective of the heart of God in terms of marriage and then one uh, as the giving then giving it to the recipient and love and unity it is thus the psalm diamond because it is lab grown and you think of anything in growth you then think of trees and you think of you think of grass and you think of that which comes from the earth or that fruit that is then born on top of leaves or or, or through leaves attached then to a tree Anything that is attached to a tree or in the grass or coming from the ground is a symbol of life. And thus, this is our psalm, diamond. It is a symbol of life and love. How was that? <laughs> Listen, I give you permission to use my voiceover and sample this and just send me a check. Thank you very much. Rockwell Center, New York at this current time. Okay, bye. <laughs> Peace, y'all. It's 26 minutes into this audio podcast. Bye. Thank you for joining Alisa and Giles podcast, where my motto is, you could always be a better version of who you were before. You could always be a better version of who you were before.